episode 601 for March 2020 and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast and I'm your host Brad Douglas. That opening song is from the Beatles. It's called Here, There and Everywhere and when you think about the villain, the spot, that's kind of what he does. He's here, there and everywhere. He can throw punches anywhere at Spider-Man so this ought to be an interesting fight club. But before we get there, I want to talk about patreon.com slash crawlspace. People that sign up at that website uh, help support this podcast and make it available that you can download it and listen to it in your car or on your phone or wherever you listen to it. But they help pay the expensive uh, website and podcast hosting sites that I pay for each and every month. Uh, They help pay the bills. It's expensive to host a popular podcast and website. So they make my bank account not hurt so darn bad. (laughs) So I want to thank the following people. Robert. Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Josh, Zach, Mohammed, Laura, David, Vinkman, Craig, Andrew, Michael, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for ya, Hafskimo, Patrick, Will, Frederick, Symbiobro, Dowd, Taylor, JB, Stephen, Jay, Kean, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, Chris, John, Bob, Datboy, and Eric. Again, they all logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And uh, by doing that, helping support the site, uh, they get some exclusive podcasts episodes two weeks early. They also get uh, exclusive podcasts like Spider Satellites. And they get uh, another fun podcast that we recorded for the Patreon folks. We popped the DVD in of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and we did a running commentary live as we all watched it. That one, you don't want to miss. That one is a fun episode that you definitely want to hear. So, one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to the month of love and fist fighting. Uh, we're doing... <laughs> that was... That what was did you do for Valentine's Day? Sometimes they occur right? in the same relationship. What did I do for Valentine's Day? I uh, yeah. I got the missus and the daughter a uh, some flowers. And uh, we made chocolate-covered strawberries. Because here's what I, w- I did. I went to the chocolate store. Right. And I looked, and there was a dozen chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> and they were $30 for 12 strawberries. 30 Hell, bucks. Hell no. And I, and I wanted to get two boxes because my wife and daughter both love them. And I'm like, no. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm getting some strawberries. And I'm going to Google how you melt chocolate. I don't know how you did it, but I figured it out. You put them in a little bowl. In the microwave, you keep stirring. Keep I think stirring. You, I think you can do it in a crock pot too. Well, I didn't have that kind of time. So, <laughs> so anyway, I made like two dozen chocolate covered strawberries, and she got me some Spider Man cookies. And then I went and live streamed a, a basketball game. <laughs> where did you get Spider Man cookies? Like a oh, a local uh, baker. Th- so they actually, cool. they, oh, that did they just have Spider Man cookies all the time, or did she I think she like, does request? So that was oh, nice. that's cool. That's yeah. cool though. I just yeah. literally ate them. I ate the last one before the show. Do we want to ask Jr. what he did for for Valentine's Day? Looks like he went college shopping, is what it sounds like. Jr., what's up, man? Well, what did I do? Well, I did buy some flowers. My uh, man. But, oh, the yeah, romantic uh, is coming out of Jr. I'm, 
Well, you know, Walmart had a special on him, you know? I thought I mean, you were so, going to say uh, you put him on a grave or something. <laughs> I'm going to have an image in my head now of uh, JR. No, I don't put flowers on graves. I piss on graves. Oh, no. I'm going to have an image in my head now of JR and his wife doing like the Lady and the Tramp uh, spaghetti oh. thing, you know? This is the night. What a wonderful <laughs> night. And they call it JR Fettinger. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we, we haven't had any. We haven't had a wonderful night in over 20 years. Oh, oh so. my God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That makes me glad I'm single. <laughs> Well, uh, little homie mouse says, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hi. Hey, homie. MM zero says all's fair in love and war. Let the battle begin. We talking about fight club or marriage. We don't know. Zach says, bringing down the hammer. Congrats, Joe Mo. And Zach went to the movies. So probably saw Sonic. But anyway, what we're going to do is the issue we're going to talk I about. I just can't believe that Sack has a girlfriend. That just kind of like, I, geez, I this know. came out in 19. What, what year was it? 19, this is, uh, 86, I think. 85. 85. April 1st, 2015. That's not right. That's, that's the digital release. Anyway. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. <laughs> so we've got uh, the hundredth issue of spec with the, what they, you got the symbiote coming at Spidey. You got the spot coming at Spidey. Black Cat is kind of on his side, and then you got the Kingpin. Lots of fisticuffs. Talk about this one, George. There's so much in here, right? Yeah, that we're we're actually going to cover this issue over two months. Yeah, because we have two we have two fights in here that are interesting. Um, and this is this is this was really a like a a key point in Spidey history for a lot mm -hmm. of reasons. Uh, not just for Spidey, but a lot of the people in his in his uh, you know in the supporting uh, character stable. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean there's there's two there's two great fights in here. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually uh, an expanded issue. I think it's like uh, it's a buck. Yeah, it was a it was a dollar, and back then a dollar <sighs> could get you like uh, like forty pages. I know, and this you usually know? what is 60, 65 cents or seventy five something yeah, like 40, that. Forty yeah. pages today cost you eight dollars. I know, and a mortgage. Yeah, or or unless you're <laughs> mean, you don't buy it at all. Well, unless it's Amazing Spider-Man, and then you have to. Yeah. Unless they make it ten dollars, and then you just don't do it out of print. Then, then you sit out that month. <laughs> then you sit out that month on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we always want to give context, right? Okay. Before before we do a fight, so that people know what's going on. You know, at this time in Spider-Man's uh, history, and there's a lot of context right now uh, at this period. Uh, yeah. The black suit is gone. Yeah. Um, back at uh, back at Reed Richards, and then he escapes. The suit escapes. Yeah. Um, what issue was it where he went to read to get the suit off of him, JR? I can't remember. I it was like 257, 258, something like 258, that. Because yeah. they had that great Ron Friends cover with the red suit and the black suit coming at him together. That's the one where like uh, Reed tells him, oh, but hey, by the way, this thing's alive and it's a parasite. No doubt. Mm -hmm. And then Peter's yep. like, what? It's alive. And I'm like, what was your first clue? Genius. <laughs> you know? And then he becomes a bombastic bag man after that, right? Uh, yeah. And then when he becomes a bombastic bag man. Yeah. Yes. I've got the pop of that. Yeah. I mean, that's all he had to get to escape. I mean, he, he could have just walked out of the, uh, you know, they could have just given him some of the torches clothes. Like here, here's Johnny's sweater and some pants. And then something from doom came in and drew a hole in that little, uh, uh, jail cell in the four freedoms plaza or the Baxter building or whatever it was at the time. And the symbiote leaked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we have that going on. Yeah. All right. Um, this is an interesting time for Flash, Shashan, Betty, and Ned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because Flash and Shashan are having marital issues. Flash is really kind of a, kind of an a-hole. Yeah. He really is. Get those sandwiches, um, get those sandwiches ready, Shashan. <laughs> so, 
so at the, at this time, you know, Flash and Shashan are having issues. Uh, at the same time, Ned and Betty are having issues. Yeah, it's typical uh, soap opera stuff going yeah. on. What happens when when two couples that are within the same social circle uh, suddenly they're having issues? Oh, what do you know? They start dating. Some some somebody starts uh, banging somebody on the sly. Um, and that's sure <laughs> enough. That's what's happening here, as, as we'll find out in the issue. Um, Vanessa Fisk, the wife of the kingpin, is dying. Yeah. Uh, the Kingpin has scientists trying to – early on in, in the the issues before this, what led us to this point, um, Kingpin was trying to, to kidnap Cloak or uh, Dagger mm -hmm. of Cloak and Dagger uh, because of her powers. And he thought if we can uncover the key to her powers, I can maybe use it to save my wife. It's actually not a – you know, actually, actually not a, you know, a, not an ignoble thing to do. I mean, it's, it's actually, I mean, any what husband wouldn't want to save his wife. So at the same time, he's also, he also hires a scientist named Jonathan Ohm. Oh yeah. To, to investigate Cloak's powers and, and try to see if maybe there's something there that can help his wife on the off chance. Mm -hmm. um, so Ohm does some experiments and winds up winds up finding this weird pocket dimension that is made of black and white and the black, it lets you move through. And so he becomes the spot. Okay. Uh, and is Michael Jackson, did Michael Jackson create this dimension? Is it's that black. what it is? It's white. white. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and so <laughs> in his first fight, because he gets these powers and then the scientist guy is like, Hey, Wow, I have superpowers now. Why don't I become a freelance criminal? Because listen, in the mid '80s, everyone was doing that. Yeah. In the mid '80s, you got Hobgoblin out there working for uh, for Kingpin. No, for Rose. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of freelance. The, the '80s was a big time for freelance contract people. You yeah. know, in the criminal underworld. Um, you know, you got guys like Boomerang Runner out there. Anyway. Um, so yeah, he's like, you know what? I'll just become a, a freelance criminal. And since I'm working for the Kingpin already, uh, I'm going to go after Spider-Man and he actually manages to kick Spider-Man's butt. Yeah. The first, the first round that they fight because Spider-Man yeah. that has no context for what he's fighting. Right. That was in the previous issue in 99. If I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man doesn't know what the, what the heck's going on with the spot. Doesn't know his, you know, his powers are the spot just shows up and just kind of overwhelms him. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I mean, as big of a Spider-Man fan as I am, kind of, kind of embarrassingly. No doubt. It's, it's kind of an embarrassing, it's a kind of embarrassing. Well, I, I, I like to, I like to kind of shrug it off as well. You know, Peter mentally was, there's a lot going on right now for Peter at this time. Right. Symbiotes, redheads, black cats. Yeah. Cause at, at the same Aunt time, May. you know, he's got black cat. The, um, the Kingpin is trying to drive a wedge between Spider-Man and black cat. Yeah. Because they've both been fighting him and they've both been doing pretty good at it. And yeah. so Kingpin is like, I've got, I've got to find a way to split these two up. If memory serves, this is the last issue where they were a couple. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I, th yeah. I think so. JR, is that right too? Uh, who is a couple? Spider-Man and the Black Cat? Yeah. Isn't that like a spoiler at the end? Well, no. I mean, I mean you don't, don't you see Felicia. Do you don't see Felicia much after this. As a, as a, not not as not as a love interest, no. Because no, in, in spec, in look spe look at the very end. I mean, oh, no. look at the the the. Geez, spoilers! I tell you, this golly. at a time was more of a black cat Spider Man team up book. For it really while. was. Spec was yeah. last year. It had been. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Yeah, it really was. But it wasn't a bad thing. No, I liked it. it I liked it, it. Yeah, it was an interesting dynamic, and it worked well. 
Um, but I mean, the writing's on the wall for this couple from day one. I mean, there's only yeah. so long Spider-Man can date a criminal, yeah. especially one that's only into him when he wears a mask. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I, I, you know, even I, I kind of like this dynamic a little bit. I wish it had been the thing. The the thing is, yeah, it's uh, it is true that the, there was only so long that Spider-Man could uh, could date her. But I, I just hated the way she was written. I mean, she just it just should have been. Yeah, she just was written like a, an idiot. I mean, you when know, Roger Stern when when yeah. Wolfman had created her and Stern had done a story with her. She was she was smart. She was crafty, you know. And then and then Al Mantlo and Milgram decide to turn her into an utter ditz, you know. Whereas you know, remember, you, you were glad that she was gone by the time she was gone. I remember when of, when I was a kid reading that when he took the mask off and she was freaked out. I thought, what? Who does that? What? No, that was not. What? That was not. No, I mean there there are there there are other ways it could have been handled. That was that was lazy writing, just absolutely lazy writing. Vinkman doesn't matter. Vinkman doesn't says matter how thirty-five the spoilers years spoiler. are. I I will you know? I will say though uh, that the way the circumstances of their breakup, the way it all went down, and their mindset at the time uh, was interesting. Yeah. The, the actual last, the big breakup scene, uh, just because of where she is and where he is, it, to me, it was interesting. I'll, yeah. I'll say that for it. Uh, all right. So is there any more context we need to, uh, I think so. we need to bring up? I think that's, that's pretty much it. A flash at this point is trying to become a follow his dream and become a pro, uh, football player. Um, so there's, yeah, this is, this is a big time in Spidey history. There's a lot of, a lot of key stuff happening. Uh, but you're like, well, that's great, Professor Fights. But what about you know the actual you know fight? All right, so we'll go we'll go ahead and jump into this. And this is a Spidey, uh, a Spidey versus Spot fight. Um, so the Spot decides once again he's he's going to go after uh, he's going to go after Spider Man. The Kingpin at this point doesn't know that one of his the scientists working for him is actually, uh, you know, Ohm. actually has his powers yet. Yeah, yeah Doctor Ohm. Uh, doesn't know that he's um doesn't know that he's an actual you know super powered criminal yet. That almost sounds like a Doctor Who character. It know. does kind of. It does kind of. Actually, his name it's um I don't know his his name. I don't know. To me, it sounds kind of like own you know in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's just me though. Hang on. You know what? I I can never remember how to spell his name. Hang on. I think it's O H M. I think Ohm is. It's, like I think a, it's like two N. No, it's electrical. It's not. It's not Ohm. It's O H N N. Own. Yeah, own. Own. Like I own like, this. Like I'm going to own you in a fight, like you did in the first time. Right. Um. But yeah, he decides he's going to go after Spider Man again. Um. And he ambushes Spider Man. He's discovered that the more. Okay, so here's how Spot's powers work. It's kind of weird. His body is made of like white and and black matter. Okay, mm -hmm. there's like a, a white form and um, like little black discs. The little black discs he can pull off, and then he can actually attack through them, mm -hmm. or he can divert an attack that's you know coming in at him. So he starts thinking. He gets a little big for his britches. He starts thinking, "Hey, mm -hmm. why not just throw you know a trillion of these out there?" So he ambushes Spider-Man. Uh, immediately shows up. Comes into like a like a portal, throwing all uh you know a ton of the little black you know portal. Yeah. I don't know what you call them portals, holes, whatever. I don't want to call them holes. That's black up. holes is what I always thought. Of. Yeah, yeah. Um, starts throwing the holes at him. Completely takes Spider-Man by surprise. Why the spider sense doesn't kick in here, I don't really know. 
<clears throat> anyway, but um, yeah, so Spider-Man tries to react, uh, tries to dive out of the way, tries to web him. Uh, and Spot manages to use the holes. He grabs a bunch of holes, gathers them together, and and makes the makes the uh, the webbing just completely disappear. Yeah, right. Turn to transport. The, yeah. yeah, and so Spider Man's like, well, you know, how do I how do I fight this guy? Yeah, right. What what am I going to do? So, whereas before the Spot, when when he was fighting Spider Man, he would use you know he would throw out the holes and then he could attack through the holes, and so like he could be ten feet away, but he's attacking Spider Man with his fist, you know via one of these portals, right? So Spider-Man's a little more on his game this time. He's able to, to duck away uh, out of the holes. The Spider-Sense finally kicks in here um, as the spot's trying to punch him, kick him, you know, through all these different holes. And it's really, I, yeah. I, 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 looked, I do like the art here. Visually, the spot is interesting. He is. He is. Uh, the, the way his powers work, the way... Um, I'm going to give you a little quick peek. I like this. You don't see a villain do that to Spider-Man very often. Right. I mean, with, with the, the, I got a head coming out of one hole, a fist coming out, a foot kicking at him. He's got, it's not the normal contortion of a human body that is attacking him right now. Yeah. So, and so, uh, I mean, visually it's interesting, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it can, it can really be done. The only problem with the spot is he himself is just not interesting behind, behind yeah. things. He, he, he's kind of like Venom <laughs> in, he's the, kinda, in the yeah, he's 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if a writer had come along and at some point early on, wanted to make this guy sinister, I mean, this guy would be kind of a, kind of a, you know, kind of a mm -hmm. badass. Yeah. But he's not because he's just a hapless scientist. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not even like really strong or anything. He's like, he's like an average guy. It's weird though. He's like, he's like an average guy. He's like a scientist. Yeah. There's a couple of times, uh, in his appearances around this time that they show him without a shirt and he's like ripped. He's like Captain America, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, that's not, that's not how a milk shop looks. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, he's, uh, you know, he, he's trying to, um, or no, he's trying to hit Spider-Man. Spider-Man's wise, you know, wisened up a little bit, you know, spider sense kicking in, helping him out a little bit. He's able to dodge the attacks. Black cat swings by and sees him. She sees her boyfriend fighting a dude. And, and rather than join in and help him or try to help him, um, like she's done so many other times, you know, especially in this book where they've been like a, a like a team. Mm -hmm. uh, she's like, Nope, going to use this as a diversion to try to get in and see the kingpin. Yeah. And so, you know, leaving Spider-Man doesn't even see her, doesn't even know she's there. Uh, so Spider-Man's jumping around the roof, trying to evade the spot, and he's doing a good job at it. He, he gets to a point where he's trying to punch the spot in the head, and and he yep. and he winds up punching him into um, goes right through his head into the portal. Yeah, yeah. which winds up which, which you know winds up kind of freaking him out, and Spider Sense goes off again. Mm -hmm. Spot's trying to attack him now from I mean multiple angles, and it's weird. It's like there's an element of the of the spot where it's like it's almost like he's trying to emulate Spider-Man because he starts to taunt him. Yeah, and at one point, like his hands come out of the portals and do like this, like a tisk tisk, yeah, kind of thing, you know. Uh, but you know, you don't you don't taunt Spider Man. I mean, it's Spider Man. He wrote the book on on taunting. Right. So meanwhile, uh, while while they while they continue to fight, uh, and and the spot really probably is frustrated at this point because he's he probably expected to just show up and kick Spider Man's ass again, <laughs> uh, but that's not happening this time. Spider Man's you know prepared for him. Uh, meanwhile, the symbiote is like kidnapped a guy and is, is like making its way across town as Black Spidey. You know, it's the Black Suit Spidey. This actually was was picked back up in the Absolute Carnage. Peter David wrote a one shot about this dude, and I, I don't know who. I, 
it was Neil. Neil and I disagreed that we liked that. That he hated the story. I liked the story, but we we find out thirty five years later what happened. In my head, so, I can already hear you going, "Yeah, I give it a B." I get, I get that guy. We we see thirty five years later what happens to that guy. What happened to him? Well, he he uh, his son was framed. He, he his son had a heart attack or something. Anyway, it's been a minute. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, but Black Cat does manage to make her way uh, inside of the Kingpin's uh, the Kingpin's Tower. And, of course, what happens when you show up in the Kingpin's Tower? Uh, milk and cookies. No. No, that's not no, what happens. No. You, you, wind up, you wind up fighting like a whole you, bunch of goons. You got some goons. You got to fight. Yeah. It's like bo- you, you got to go through some several levels before you get to the Kingpin boss. So while Spider-Man is fighting the spot, and the spot finally does manage to hit Spider-Man, uh, you know, with all the dancing around he's doing, he's literally got Spider-Man surrounded by portals, you know. Yeah. And he's throwing up more and more of these things. And he finally does manage to hit, to punch Peter uh, and then kick him in the face. You know, uh, Spider-Man actually makes noises like ooch and oof. Yeah. Because because the spot, while he's managing to hit him, he's not hurting him all that bad because he's he's a normal yeah. guy. It's like, you know, it's like fighting your mailman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can tell by the omni, omni whatever them thingies. On, onomatopoeias. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they're just pox and thaps and thumbs. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're yeah. not really, you know. Even even the sound effects, they're, they're kind of little, yeah. you know. So it's not really it's not really impactful. It's probably just honestly, it's probably just pissing him off. Yeah, um, he, he just he can't get a handle on him. He's moving around too fast, and which is usually Spider Man's motif. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Black Cat uh, continues to fight the goons inside, and the Black Cat does pretty good. I mean, it's Black Cat, and these, these are you know just standard generic goons. Yeah, I think one of them's coming at her with like a like a leather sap at one point. Yeah. Now, hang on a second here. I want to want to bring up something. You, uh, oh, one of these goons looks awfully familiar. Okay, so like Brad, bring up uh, the page. You know the 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 page. Well, the page where where Spider Man was ooching and oofing. Okay, and then the panels below that, and see the look at one of the uh, the thugs that's trying to hit the black cat. Uh, is which, he in the which, purple purple suit? The purple suit and the blue tie. Okay. Okay. And then you flip back this, a couple. This guy. That guy. Okay, now flip back a couple of pages to the okay. guy who was uh, backwards. Who, 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 yeah, backwards to uh, the, the the symbiote had used to get across oh, the city. Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Same, yeah, take same a look. dude. Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Oh, that's, that's true. Well, he's got he's got orange hair. Let's look. Yeah. Sa- well, the face is a smidge I different. Think, I, think I can see color. what you're talking about. Yeah. I, think, uh, I was about to say somebody, uh, well, the funny. editor wasn't, uh, the editor uh, wasn't editing on this job. Oh, so. that's funny. This is why we sometimes call JR spider Yoda. Uh, here. Javi remembers it better than I do. Spoilers for symbiote Spider-Man, absolute carnage. The white rabbit causes the sun to have a heart attack, uh, of the tourist who's a judge. So that guy who got the symbiote on was a judge. He sneaks a gun into the White Rabbit's trial. The killer misses and kills the stenographer. God Almighty! That's right. That and it's actually really good. It's a Peter David written book. Was so, the guy was the guy rich? Is that why White Rabbit gave him? Was she like? Did she marry him and try to kill him? No, I think. Well, the guy who had the symbiote on was a judge, and he put her in jail. Oh, okay. And so she went to go mess with them, and and the son had a heart attack. And okay, yeah, because yeah. originally that's that was uh, White Rabbit's mo. Yeah, she was she was a that, that, that killed off her husband. Exactly. Um, Here, so hold I guess, on. I guess in that sense, she was also Black Widow. 
There we go. All right. Starting the second do. And some women kill their husbands fairly quickly, and others just kind of slowly suck the life out of them over the course of 30 years or so. Like a symbiote? Red Eye, hello. Welcome to the live stream. There you go. All right. So, uh, so yeah, um, Felicia fights her way past the goons to get inside to confront, uh, to confront Wilson Fisk while Spider-Man continues, uh, to fight the, the spot and spots actually getting the upper hand here. Uh, Spider-Man is yeah, so overwhelmed by the number of portals that are appearing around him. It's like, he can't even move without being around the same amount of portals. Yeah. So he's got fists hitting him in the head left and right. Of course, it's probably, you know, these are love taps to Spider-Man, <laughs> you know? Spider-Man, you know, who's, I mean, look at the, look at the people he's fought before. Look at, look at the heavyweights he's fought before, right? People like Dr. Octopus, Sandman, uh, you know, uh, Fire Lord, former Herald of Galactus, Stegron. I mean, I could go on and on. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he manages to hit him more. He's, he's kicking him more. And all the while, while he's throwing these, these holes out, because remember, Earlier, Spider-Man tried to hit him, tried to hit him in the side of the head. It wound up going in one of those black spots and it, it completely missed because, yeah. you know, that spot is not his head. It's on his head, but it's not his head. It, you know, yeah. going, it's slipping into the other dimension. So as this guy is throwing out more and more holes, which sounds dirty, <laughs> uh, you know, he's managing to, to hit Spider-Man with these weak punches, these weak kicks, but he's becoming increasingly white. He's, in, he's becoming increasingly less spottish. And more. Oh, okay. Because the for, black holes are shrinking. Yeah, Actually, because he's yeah. throwing so many of them off of his body that it's making it's making himself more and more of a target because there's not enough on him to divert, you know, attacks that might hit him. Like, you know, like when Spidey tried to punch him in the head. So Spider-Man finally catches on to that uh, after uh, Spot hits him a couple of more times and you know, like uh, kick hits him in the head a couple times, kicks him in the back mm-hmm. at one point, and then Spider-Man just turns around and decks him as hard as he can. Yep, right there. I mean, just pow. And the guy screams. Ah! Like a little, you know. <laughs> like a little. Like, like a little what? I don't know. I, I don't I almost look like a little girl, but it's 2020. You can't say that. No, that's true. So he almost screams like a like a little. Um, like a little defeated villain. There you go. There you go. I'm <laughs> well, wait a minute. You just earlier said that he was becoming more white. So I mean, no, literally, that's that's what he. That was just as politically incorrect. No, I mean yeah. that's that he literally is literally less. He, he, yeah, he's yes. He's like an amalgamation of cloak and dagger. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Spider-Man punches him. You know, right? I mean, just right in the face, right in the jaw. And Spider-Man explains to him, "Ha ha, you idiot! You've been throwing off so many of these things now. You've you've made yourself a big target. I can actually connect yeah. with you now." And and just for good measure, punches him in the gut. Right in the bread baskets, bam! And the guy, you know, woof, he says, you know? And so he tries to escape. I mean, he runs away. He literally is like, oh my God, no, just let me get out of here, right? I've made a huge mistake. Sorry, can we just forget this happened? He tries to go through one of his uh, portals. Spider Man appears through Mm -hmm. one of the portals because he's still got a ton of them out there. Yeah. And Spider-Man's like, you know, he's like, no, no, I've learned my lesson. Maybe I don't want to become a super criminal, you know? And Spider-Man's like, okay, great. Then, then, then don't. Yeah. Learn even, your lesson. He even has his finger out. Don't you do it. Don't no, do he's, it. He's pointing at him like Aunt May. And he even steals one of Wolverine's lines. You know? He's oh, Bub? He calls him, calls him Bub. He calls him Bub. Yeah, he calls oh, him Bub. Bub. Yeah. Wow. 
So uh, that's the end of our fight for this month because it, we, yeah. we immediately go into the kingpin altercation uh, in the next month. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, advantage or, or uh, you know, final final decision. Uh, clearly, uh, Spider Man. He he had him dancing around. Spot was dancing around a lot. Yeah, he got, but he got too big for his britches. Got he, a little. Spider Man wore if it was, if these two were in the ring, he danced around a lot, and Spider Man warmed down, and then Spider Man hit him with the one punch. And that was enough. No, I mean, he hit him in the face and then he hit him in the gut. Hey, the, yeah. the, the this, punch in the face was enough to stop the guy. But when Spider-Man hit him in the bread basket, it's like Spider-Man's like sending a message. Yeah, that that did it. Yeah. That He's was like, it. Uh, and, he ran, ran. Yeah, and he ran. And he just ran off. Just ran off like yeah. a like a, you know, like a dog with its tail between his legs. I'm not going to argue with this one. This one is so Spider-Man. No. So, but this is the thing. I mean, Spider-Man whoops him here. It, it evens the scales between them because the, again, the first yeah. time the spot appeared on the scene, he, he, he made, he, he clowned Spider-Man. Yeah. He really yeah. did. Cause Spider-Man didn't understand his power set, didn't understand what was going on. And he, he got very yeah. quickly overwhelmed. And I, I think he, like you said, he had the potential to be a good villain. I always thought he was visually cool. Kind of like yeah. Venom, Venom is visually cool, but the yeah. writing just it, Venom, I don't think has been written well until uh, the last couple years with uh, Donnie Cates. I don't okay. know you, I know you two aren't reading reading that, but it took 30 years before I ha I'm reading a Venom that I'm like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. But Spot is an example of just need a better writer to write this guy with such cool powers. And and like the uh, the uh, the YouTube and Facebook chat have been saying, the Spot was in the animated series. I remember that. I don't remember that at all. You don't? Mm. He was. Of course, I so. honestly, and I've said this before, I wasn't all that big of a fan of the animated series. I'm not either. Just because but, yeah. uh, in the 90s, just because of the quality. I mean, for me, I, I would look at the quality and I was looking at things like Batman because at the same time you had Batman, the animated series. And I'm looking yeah. at Batman and I'm like, oh, my God, these these guys get it. This is the greatest thing I've yeah. ever seen. And then I have to go watch Spider-Man and I'm like, this Spider-Man should be every good as the Batman cartoon. And for me, it, it just wasn't. I didn't. I would agree. Uh, they, they were up against some some horrific. Uh, Here you go. Here's some, what he looked like in the animated. Sorry. Go ahead. Now they were they were up against some against some horrific censoring in that uh, animated series. You know, couldn't yeah. show guns. Everything had to be laser. Spider Man Spider Man couldn't hit anybody. Uh, it just utter, utterly bizarre. Meanwhile, over in Batman, he's got guns. She got guns. All Gosterlin's got guns. Yeah. Over in Batman, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You got guys with Tommy guns in, in the Batman cartoon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, spot, the the spot was actually the spot was kind of in the middle of that. Uh, uh, whole Green Goblin, Hobgoblin thing when the Hobgoblin uh, mm -hmm. uh, was exposed and uh, the Green Goblin, because uh, the Green Goblin had stole the device and that's ultimately how Norman Osborn wound up disappearing instead of uh, instead of getting impaled, he disappeared through a time portal hole and uh, It makes you wonder, is that, was that a Marvel stipulation that they couldn't have guns? Because I mean they were both I think on I was Fox. Probably FCC. Were, but the thing is they were both on Fox Kids Yeah, that's and true. They were on Fox Kids and there were guns everywhere I, I don't know if it was the uh, well. The th I thought Batman the animated series was syndicated. I thought that was syndicated. No, it was on the, Fox in the it afternoon. It was on Fox. It was part of Fox Kids. We've uh, spots uh, been made into an action figure, which is probably a really easy action figure to make. <laughs> you just paint the whole base of the figure white and then put some black spots over them. Yeah. Uh, this is probably a custom. I mean, visually, uh, he is interesting. Yeah, he's he's cool. I don't like the just one big spot for the face though. I, I I like the eyes. I like the eyes and having the mouth still. Yes. Yeah. The one just the one big spot on his face that just makes him look like some kind of you know yeah, like a, a like a really bad lamp. Dalmatian. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, who, who called him? Oh, Terry James, Dalmatian Man. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.